0: Hello, welcome to Almost 30 Podcast. It's Linz and Krista. How are we doing? Take a breath. Take a breath.
1: I'm wearing these old raggedy sweatpants so I can take a big old breath. And a silk top, and baby. silk top. <laughs> Someone said I look like a sexy anchor woman. <laughs> it's great. You know what's crazy? Anchor women always wear fucking tank. Like they always have their arms
0: showing. How? How? Yeah. How? I worked when I was a fit model for this brand. It was a brand that every anchor woman would buy dresses 100% from. You know, yes,
1: I could totally know. And I, every I used time to buy I would that fit, brand. I'm like at TJ Maxx. Yeah. When I was, I used to buy that brand at TJ Maxx when I was like 14, and I'd be wearing pencil skirts and shit. Dude. Like honestly, I dressed like a CEO when I was like 15 in Ohio. <laughs> I would wear pointy shoes, pencil skirts, button downs. It was very weird times. <laughs> what were you doing? Going to interviews? Honestly, yeah. It, would go, it was like the Limited was cool. Remember that? Oh, of course. The Limited was cool. White I House to- Black Market. Like there oh, was, yeah. what else? Um, Banana Republic. Like the, the
0: stores that were really popular were like very business y How fucked up that? I felt my... Maturity only through what stores that I was able to shop at. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where I was like, wow, I'm at the limited. Yeah. Yeah. I'm at this point in my life. I was at limited too. Yeah. I actually, one time I stole my
1: mom's credit card and I went shopping at um, Ann Taylor Loft. As wow, you what do a as choice. a 16-year-old. No talbots. like 20 cardigans probably. <laughs> and I came home and I was like, that was dope. That was so easy and that was so dope. And literally 20 <laughs> minutes later, my mom was like, did you take my credit card? And I was like, didn't you know how credit cards work? Yeah. So I was like, oh, she'll never know. I'm just going to take her credit card, like whatever. And I was so blown away that they accepted the credit card and like let it go through. Oh my God. It was how old not for my you? shining moment. I was 16. Oh, okay. And I was just figuring out how credit cards worked and I was just oh trying boy. to see like what was going on. They could have gotten in trouble at that store. I know. Did, I know it's funny. It's like, <laughs> do I look like a Terry? <laughs> I look literally a 16-year-old girl. <laughs> You're like, am I Terry to you?
0: Holy shit. Yeah,
1: it was very interesting. Oh but, my God. But yeah, oh my gosh, you guys, I had to tell you, your girl saw an alien. Two alien spaceships three weeks ago in Joshua Tree. Mm-hmm. So we had been in Yucca Valley the weekend before doing a photo shoot and... Even when we were there, I was scared. I'm always scared mm. in the desert. I'm just, it's very well, Especially scary. the places
0: that we've been lately. Dude. In the middle of freaking in nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and like,
1: it was honestly, I was sleeping. I was like, I'm going to get the master bedroom like an asshole. And then I'm trying to sleep for 10 minutes and I was scared. So I went in Lindsay's room. She locked the door. So yeah, because I was—I was, was kind of scared. I know, honestly. So I woke her up, so because
0: I was so scared. <laughs> Not because I knew Crystal would get up, but in I was the kind of, of praying.
1: Night. I'm like, during the day, I'm like, I want to see some sort of alien sign. I'm like, I want to make contact somehow. And I was too scared that weekend. So the next weekend, when I went uh, for one of my friend's birthday, her name's Crystal. It was like five of us, and we were there. And I was like, oh, I want to see something with alien, but I get too scared. I just mm. get a little bit too scared to actually connect mm. or make contact with aliens. So I was like, oh, another weekend. It was Sunday after we had you know, hung out. We had like a, a ceremony and stuff. And Sunday morning, I was like, oh, another weekend went by where I didn't make any alien contact in the desert when I really wanted to. I keep talking big game about aliens and I'm not doing shit about it. And I look at my phone. I'm like, I need to post a picture or whatever. And I'm scrolling through and I see this like beautiful sunset with a Joshua tree. I'm like, perfect. This will be the cover photo. I need a good sunset in my feed. And I look closely and I'm like what is that? I'm like that's not this that's not the moon. And I'm like oh my god that's not the sun. And there was the moon on the left and to the right there was these literal two golden disks flying on top of one another. You can even see the top on one of them. It's on my feed right now. If you look for the Joshua Tree sunset photo and it, it is so clearly spacecraft, so clear. How perfectly cylindrical the disks are. It can't be a solar flare. It's not a plane. It's not like, and in the desert, there's no like spotlights. There's no light pollution. And I can't believe that it's my photo.
0: It's, it's funny because did you, did you see, so you didn't, I didn't see, see it when, it when, when I took you the took the photo. it. So sometimes with photos and video, I, I'm wondering what that is, where you can capture. It's almost yes. like it captures like orbs in a way that's more clear than the human eye. Yes. But yeah, it was really, really clear. So clear. I honestly was like, I need to submit this
1: to her. <laughs> I was like, what <laughs> hashtags Not do I have Steve to use, Greer. honestly, to get like mm-hmm. press for this alien spaceship photo? It honestly doesn't even seem real. It's and so how, crazy. And how,
0: how gentle. Because you were scared. How gentle. So it's just like you saw this in a photo. Two beautiful golden yeah. discs. I was in um, Big Bear with my brother. Um, well, it was just me and then my, my brother joined me. And it was one night and we were just like looking at the stars and we were kind of having like a very deep yeah. breakdown of a conversation, but super hard open. Like it was really good. And I look up and I see, I see a UFO and I've never, I'd never seen one before. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, is that a plane? And I confirmed with our friend Brie because I was like, what is this? Because mm-hmm. she's pretty good at being like, no, that's not it. And like, um, and it was, and it was kind of this inconsistent like, uh, glow mm-hmm. that kind of like popped in and out. But I just thought about like, what about that experience that night with my brother made that possible? And mm-hmm. I think it was that like heart opening. Yes. You yes. know, just like very much, or the heart coherence, I think is what like, you know, um, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about. Bree's done like a bunch of heart coherence meditations and that's really helped her to see, see different like, crafts and I totally think that's it that's That's why people
1: when they're on mushrooms and
0: stuff yes or when they're on ayahuasca
1: are able to see yes beings and we were doing our thing and so I think it was in the morning it was before but it was because we were sort of in that frequency of like having an open heart it's I mean it's so wild you gotta get the the ce5 app I know I'm gonna do that Do little meditations I'm gonna do that when I It's hard to do it in LA. I'm like, I don't know what kind of- Oh, in
0: LA, I can't. This is like
1: a spiritual flea market. There's Mm -hmm. like, what kind of things are happening?
0: Yeah, middle, you gotta be like middle of nowhere nature. Middle of nowhere.
1: The the type of energies that exist in LA from a spiritual perspective are so wild. Mm -hmm. I had this like witch come in my room the other night and I was like, get the fuck out. She kept, she was like confusing me in my sleep. I was like, get out of here. And I was just like, what are you guys doing? What's, what's happening? And I was like, there's like, that's very weird. But anyways, so that's my alien story, guys. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. On our way. I'm on my way. Out of earth. Out of earth. And I'm excited about sacredness. Can we talk a little bit about sacredness? Yeah. So you guys knew we talked about sacredness of being single um, program, which we closed enrollment for, but now it's been happening and it is so beautiful. Yeah, I've, I've just been
0: really um, taken aback by the like Courage of women coming into the program um, from all different experiences. It's not just like single girls in their 20s. You know, it's like women who have recently gone through a divorce or were in an abusive relationship for years and just find themselves always needing to be in a relationship and following. Or, I mean, it, there's one woman who hasn't been in a relationship for 11 years Mm. and has been like a conscious choice and been kind of part of her spiritual journey, but feels her partner kind of close. She really wants to, you know, just kind of like solidify the work that she's been doing in community in this way. So yeah, I'm just blown away. Um, And I just think that, you know, we as like women in community again it's always healing me and you know us in mm-hmm. a lot of ways but wow when we are in our power open hearted not judging ourselves which ultimately just makes us non-judgmental of others it is like a vortex mm-hmm. of healing it's so cool so yeah it's been it's been great to do this focused work it's 6 weeks and they do a self study during the week just supported by you know materials that i've created for them like meditations and integrations and affirmations, writing exercises. And then we meet every single Sunday in um, a circle and that's two hours. And we really we really go deep. They'll break out into breakout rooms of like one-on-ones and it's, it's been profound. So I'm just really, I'm really grateful. Mm-hmm. Really grateful. Yeah. It's
1: so beautiful. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Mm-hmm. I'm just freaking excited about it. I'm so grateful for the women that are in it. It's a solid group. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of babes there, Mm -hmm. which is really exciting. And to, yeah, to have the courage to, it's almost like admitting it, (laughs) you know, because sometimes you so badly don't want to be single. You're like, I'm admitting I'm
0: single and I'm doing this group Mm -hmm. work, Yeah, you know? I think that common thread is really, is really comforting for the women as hard as it is. It's like, okay. (laughs) One, I'm not alone, but also like I can really talk openly with this group because they have that common thread. So
1: 100%. It's amazing. Um, And then after the program's over, we can keep you guys posted if enrollment opens for that soon. And then we're gearing up for our next uh, program that's going to be happening later in the fall. And then Mm -hmm. we have some exciting things going on with Podcast Pro. We're going to be doing our launch program. So we're going to be helping take people through the process in like a very tactical, strategic way of how to launch their podcast successfully. Just basically what we've learned over the years. And then the grow and monetize one. So we're going to help people again, like the accelerator program from last year, which was so successful. Uh, we're going to take them through the grow and accelerator program, which will be really beautiful.
0: It's I've been stalking our accelerator group. I can't group. believe it. It's insane. It's insane. I can't believe it. Um, Jamie Scrimger has tripled her downloads. Yep. Okay, sis is like, killing Killing it it on in their podcast but also on IG they just have really stepped into like same with done with adulting yes done with adulting they I I think they sold out their merch again dude Dude, all of them every single every
1: single person in our accelerator program is just doing amazing so Mm -hmm. we're excited about Mm -hmm. that stuff happening later this year and everything else just almost30.com if you guys have any suggestions for courses or programs you want us to do feel free to share might not happen (laughs) Oh, well, we love, we Can't love. Can't make it. any promises. Yeah, literally. Don't don't, don't don't stress me out. But hey, the door's open. Do but don't. Do but don't. Um, today's interview with Sophia Maruso, Our the girl. baddest chick online. She's back. She's a little rail dog. She's so skinny,
0: <laughs> so cute. That's her like natural. Of course. Balanced, balanced body. I think body we talked shape. about her diet because she was doing keto last
1: time she was on the mm-hmm. pod when she came in studio. So Sophia's been on before it was it's so interesting if we if we think about when she was on previously what was going on then and then it's sort of what's happening now with her and it really seems like such a beautiful trajectory that she's been on and what we love about sophia is how intuition led she is I think that's a pillar of Almost 30. And what we do is being led by our intuitions and yeah. doing things differently and not being afraid to fail, not being afraid to be judged by others or uh, make decisions that work for us that may not work for others. And Sophia is one of those people. Uh, she left Girl Boss, and she's now started her own uh, company called Business Class, which is sort of like an MBA program that she walks people through the entrepreneurial journey in like a group. Online setting, yeah. The branding
0: is it's so, so fire. Sophia, it's, it's amazing, <laughs> it's crazy, <laughs> and so important. And I think that's probably a part of because uh, I haven't taken taken the course, but like I'm sure she touches on that because that's that's been such a strong point of every one of her brands is that branding, that aesthetic. But I what I also love about Sophia is just her, and I know it hasn't been easy, but just her willingness to like move on when it's no longer serving her, you know? Yes. And some of it has been like kind of earth shattering, like the bankruptcy with Nasty Gal and all yes. these things. But very like, public failures. Very public, but she, she's funny and she just takes it in stride, um, at least, you know, someone looking on uh, from the public view. And I just love her for that. And she also talks about just how she is very focused on a her career now and how much space that creates for her to receive her life that yes. she's created and i think that's so important you know and i think it's easier said than done and also she's in a position where she's had so many different iterations of her career successes and so i think there is a lot of space for her to do that and take the time to receive her life but i think we can do that in small ways you know as we're building something i think it's really important because all of a sudden you could wake up after so many years and just be like exhausted mm-hmm. and you have yet to ex- really receive like your recent episode like your the, the fruits essence of your, of your life. Yes. You know? The fruits of your damn labor.
1: And at some point it's like what's you know when you're when you're in that the game of big money and big companies like that it's like what is what even is 30 million dollars?
0: Mm-hmm. You know like what is this? I mean that would be nice. I know. <laughs> What is it? That would be nice. What is it? It's nice. But it's also like, what is it for life? It's like, when do you stop? Yes. Or when do you say, like, huh, yes, I want to enjoy I my can life. I live on this. I, yes. Or I I can, invest this and check. I can enjoy my life at. You know,
1: <laughs> a couple million, whatever it is. Uh, so, this is a, a super casual conversation. This is really relaxed, um, you know, kind of us catching up and us talking about the transition, leaving Girl Boss and Business Class. So, yeah. I think it'll be a really easy listen for you guys. And um, we just always love having Sophia on. So, we're really grateful for that. So once again, almost30.com for all of our courses, all of our programs. If you're interested in starting a podcast or you want to help monetize it, you can find Podcast Pro on the Almost 30 site and then Almost 30 Podcast on Instagram. We post reels and inspirational quotes and videos from our guests
0: and it's just a great place to be. Love you guys so much. Share this episode with a friend or any other episodes from Almost 30 that really helps spread the word about what we're doing here. And it's just like a nice little gift for your friends just for them to know that you're thinking about them. All right, enjoy this one. Make sure you're subscribed so we can be in your inbox every single week and we will see you on the other side. We'll see you guys soon.
1: Everyone that's starting them, I'm like, are you ready to do this forever? Like, I'm like, are you ready for the rest of your life commitment?
0: Or just like the work that it is yes. on a week by week basis is very underrated. Yes. Did you were it you sad? So much
2: work. Were you it's sad most, or
0: w- did it feel I weird?
2: got a little sad for a second. I'm I was sure. like, yeah, I was like, I should be capitalizing on this od- this audience. Yo much <laughs> more than anything. And then I was you know, it's like I and mean, that's the main thing. It's just like I built this, like mm-hmm. but I also like wanted to, you know, it's like I could have stuck around. Like mm-hmm. I don't actually want to go back, but it's like a little nostalgic, Mm -hmm, but it's also cool to kind of like pass the baton and like, see what happens next. I like what everybody's doing at girl boss. It's a really small team, nobody from my team originally. Um, But like, I'm, I love what I'm doing now and I'm so glad that I get to do it and I wouldn't trade, you know, it's like everything happens for a reason. And this isn't like a, you know, resilience, rebound kind of thing. I'm like, shit, I get to do what I want
1: to do. You seem so fucking happy. It's really beautiful to like see business class happen and just be like, oh yeah, she's the perfect person for that. Like, it just felt so right. And I was like, wow, like here we are and you're able to live the life that you like love. I want to talk about that a little bit. Like your transition to doing this and now really you're able, and I think you've had more, time to think about what kind of life you want to live and how you want your work to serve your life. Can you talk about that?
2: Totally, yeah. This is something I've never, I've always like, I've talked about and like dreamed about and we wrote articles about, you know, and Boss, just like, don't sign up for too many things. You need to focus. And I just never did that. You know, Girlboss as a, as a business became conferences, a podcast, uh, retreats, Brand partnerships, a newsletter, other editorial content like, I'm like this is my life. i literally, like this at. is our life. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and a social network that we built instead of just yes. like used another platform. So don't do that. Um, we use one called Mighty Networks yep. to mm-hmm. like to put our community on. It's really great. And now I'm taking everything I learned and baking it into a course. So Girlboss inspired a really broad group of women, like women generally. We gave them tools and advice. It wasn't really like an educational platform per se. So I like to say that, you know, Nasty Gal gave women confidence, didn't give it to them, but we like, you know, help them like, slip into it. Girl boss provided inspiration and that was for career women and you know salary negotiations and wage gaps and everything you know we really covered. And business class is really focused on entrepreneurs, bootstrapped entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs who are like building their businesses now. And it's not gendered. It's the first brand I've ever made that doesn't have the word "girl" or "gal" in it, and it really is oh, for damn, everybody. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. I know, I didn't either. Mm-hmm. And then this women's movement comes around. They're like, "What do you have to say about it?" I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm not qualified." <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. I remember a we called "Girl Boss" in like 2014. Like, I don't a hundred percent. And I'll say you welcome, be that, but yeah. I had to be that voice.
0: Yeah, truly. And to kind of to have that like identity morph you know mm-hmm. like it, it's just been so cool to see like i have to say you know just being you know fans of yours throughout the years and now seeing you do business class it's just it looks from our vantage point very seamless and how you transition but i can imagine that it's not and it can be emotional and it,
2: hard it can be and i didn't answer your question so I decided to do one thing (laughs) and it's an online course that uh, I've, you know, it's pre-recorded. I, you know, it's hours of video. It's really beautiful, highly produced video, 200 pages of worksheets and you get this flight manual. Uh, You get this and you print out all all your worksheets and put it in there. But, and I do live weekly Zoom calls. It's not like hands off. We launch it twice a year. So we're launching it again soon. It's takebusinessclass.com. I'll just whatever, throw it out there. But this allows me to not like put on a conference every time the company needs to make money. Or, you know, even with podcasts, like you can make money doing podcasts. It's a really great opportunity to build an audience. But I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do something. I just want to have like some freedom. And if that means less money now, like that's okay. And I'm in a very, you know fortunate position to be able to say something like that so business class is something where it's like you know we launch it twice a year it's really you can only enroll for like 2 weeks in the spring and 2 weeks in the fall can't buy it the rest of the year and then you know i take students week by week through 10 weeks of the content and each week a flight drops which is a module and within each of those are legs And those are lessons. And, you know, after those 10 weeks, like, we've really guided them. We have a community called The Lounge, of course, like endless airline puns. But then they have access to it for life. But, like, come summer, like, I'm not, you know, they've really gotten a lot of guidance from myself, my team, and the community as the content is being released. And then, like, maybe I can peace out for a month, Mm -hmm. you know? So I want things to look more like projects rather than like, you guys are doing a membership now.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It's like, you got it. You do that in a podcast, you keep doing that. And like, mm-hmm. I've just, I've done it for 15 years and it's fun and you can build a really big business that way. And I'm just kind of like, I'm like, I just, I'm like saying no to anything that feels like I'm going to have to do, like be on the hook for it, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. And, I really kind of want to have a weekly podcast. Like I have a large audio audience, but it's just like, it doesn't fit into this thesis I made that is like, this is what, if I choose to do things, it has to be this criteria. I have to enjoy it. It has to hopefully have like a high margin. Mm -hmm. It like has to, and there's stuff I do that's free, um, has to be kind of project-based. So a book is like a finite project. You know, this course is not a project, but it's not, in the same intensity all year round. So that's why I did it. But I also did it because I just have learned way too much, Mm -hmm. like for those 15 years and just have so much to share. I'd rather share than just like keep learning my, and I am learning, Mm -hmm. but, um, also this, the, the kind of time, not time, but, um, focusing on one thing really allows me to give the business class students, like the best mm-hmm. kind of experience and as much of my time as possible, so.
1: Yeah, and also it's like with the, you not doing audio now because you're doing business class. It's like, what's the high value for me personally thing over making money? It's like, of course, you can make money doing everything, doing anything if you have a, an engaged audience. Yeah. You could do whatever, you could do a show, but it is, it's like, what's my priority? My priority is my life. And I think that happens with a lot of creators where they keep adding on there's opportunity with like an audience. So it's like, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to do a newsletter. I'm going to do a blog. I'm going to do all these things. And really it's like by honing in on one thing, it's really beautiful. And I think that project lifestyle is like pretty, pretty baller. With the transition out from girl boss, was there ever like a time in between where you had this idea or did you have this idea already where you felt like, what am I going to do? Like, was there ever a period where you're like, oh my God, I have no idea what I'm going to do?
2: Yeah. You know, we had talked about doing online courses at Girlboss and it was just like, how many more things can we possibly do and do well? And so it kind of always got tabled. Um, I've 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 watched the space. There are really successful course creators out there who have like, you know, they've proven like you know the ways you can do this. I'm able to kind of learn from them, so I am not like reinventing the wheel, trying to like invent a new business model. We're a media company and we're an events company and we're a podcast network and we're a social network. And like, it's easy to say what I do now. Um, I I had thought I I had thought about what would be next, but I hadn't like named anything. You know, and I actually, what I wanted to go do was like be talent. I was like, great, I'll just be an influencer. <laughs> and I was like, wait, I have to take like total videos of me like doing oh, my makeup and like 100%. before and after like food videos 100%. and like dance. <laughs> You're like, and I have point to hold this reels. vitamin next
1: to my face.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like, and I'll like I'll take brand partnerships. You know, once in a while, if they're brands that I really love. But I was like actually planning to like really double down on the influencer thing, and then I was just like, I don't am I too old for this? Like, I don't like, I just, I think I'm like too, I'm just, I don't yeah, have an totally. audience, but that's just not like where I come from. I have an audience cause I accomplish things. Not cause I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to t- talk about it, but it just didn't seem right. And so I was like, okay, well, what else gives me autonomy and allows me to kind of like express what it is that I think I have to share with the world and also doesn't feel like soul sucking, like dancing. And like, I just can't <laughs> pointing at things for reels. I'm going to figure out TikTok. So this kind of, I just, you know, I started kind of getting interested in this space. And I very quickly was like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to figure it out. And named it. like I was just like on a hike with my boyfriend and was like, you know, the advice for course creators is to name it something just very obvious like Mm. you know business class (laughs) 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 or like founder school or like lady boss university or whatever like uh, something that makes it really clear that like oh it's an island course teaching business or like Mm -hmm. you know jasmine star has something called it's like it has the word social in it, right? So that's like and she's has a really successful course business. So I was like, oh my God, it has to be descriptive. Like that's so boring. Like nothing I do is really descriptive. They're like, the girl boss wasn't really supposed to be descriptive. And then people were like, I'm a woman and a boss, but I'm I'm just a boss. Like, don't call me a woman. <laughs> I'm just a boss. No, like, sure. okay. ah, that's like years that, of your life. It's just like that's so. not like it's actually just a word that like means like cool. You're in control of your life. It's not oh, like yeah. female boss. Like, <laughs> my gender doesn't matter. Oh. Like, oh my god. <laughs> you're like I got to get out of here. <laughs> don't, don't argue with me. <laughs> and you know I was on a hike and I was like you know, self-made university, just like put, saying like stuff that's like self-made school. I'm sure all of this exists, you know, entrepreneurship academy. And then I was like, business class. And I was like, eh, what? <laughs> I was like, okay, maybe I'm on, that's funny. And so that was that. And I was like, okay, great. I'm going to make it like Pan Am themed. And it was so just, you, you know, genius. a blast to build. And we used all existing, you know, software. So mm. I'm sure you guys, for your membership, are using, you know, one of these platforms. I'm using something called Kajabi to host. That's what we're using uh, mm-hmm. our online course. It's really great. Like you don't Amazing. have to, you know. And that's why I really am focused on bootstrapping for entrepreneurs. Is like you don't have to build this software. It's all out there, and it actually all talks to each other. <laughs> like there are, you know, integrations um, for like all the software you need. That just makes it like. So much better than having to reinvent the wheel.
0: Yeah, it's, it's the best. Yeah. And it's, I love the, I love the theme mm-hmm. of it. And I think just the humor that you bring and the personality just, again, not only because you are doing it, but it just, it makes it so different and unique. I guess like, you know, speaking of just bringing kind of light to entrepreneurship, I guess, what about, what about the way you're sharing this information and teaching people is super unique?
2: Well, one, it's funny. And it's like weird to be like, I'm funny. I know, honestly, <laughs> that's like... it's yeah. true. It's it's hard, because, but it's true to be like, I'm funny. Oh, yeah. you're like, I what? don't really take myself seriously. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty like candid about like what I've done right. And like, especially what I've done wrong. And I think a lot of these courses are taught by people who, you know, have... Or, like, maybe they're like MBAs. It's like Stanford University's executive education. Or then it's like the person who is teaching you how to build a business may have built a business, but the only business they built was teaching courses. Mm-hmm. And there's just, you know, there's e commerce businesses, there's, you know, consultants and freelancers and, um, you know, service based businesses and, you know, financial advisors, you know, in business class, there's such a range of students and, you know, there's really, it it feels like it's kind of narrow who it is that there have been made courses for. And also in terms of the perspective I bring and having had a hundred employees and having raised venture capital and having bootstrapped, um, you know, nasty all the 28 million in revenue. Like I've, I've kind of been in the shoes of, and it's mostly women. It's not called girl anything, but of primarily the women who have become students. And I think, you know, seeing somebody who doesn't take themselves too seriously in a brand that's like really funny and punny and not boring. It doesn't feel like sterile, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Learning a business from someone uneducated seems to be the way. <laughs>
1: That's our way. Yeah, and what and it. in it, how much of it for people cause is mindset versus tactical? Cause I feel like so often it's like for a lot of entrepreneurs, so much of it is the actual doing and trying rather than like actual skills that you learn. Or or what's your thought on on that balance?
2: There's a lot out there for mindset. And I it's it's not my strong suit. Like <laughs> My strong suit is like, like we. There's some mindset stuff that's the mm-hmm. beginning of business class. We talk about your strengths and weaknesses, and that that's okay. And you know, we get clarity on our idea, and you know, confidence that like we're going to learn a lot more and we're going to do it together. But I'm not person like a mindset coach per se, and there's so many people that are so great at that and I can share what's worked for me, but mm-hmm. I don't have like a proven formula or like three steps to like cure your bad mindset or <laughs> anything like that. I think mindset's incredibly important, mm-hmm. uh, but a mindset without taking action is just like, that's sweet.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: You
2: know, that's nice. hundred percent. What you works really, for you? Like you kind of have to, so business class I guess to answer your question is really about like, here's how you do things, not what it is. Yes, what it is first. Yes, of course we establish that, but it's like, here's some skills. Here's, let's think about this together. Let's work through it. And, you know, the worksheets and, and the videos and you can ask me questions rather than like, you know, hmm, should I start a business? Mm-hmm, like for yes. people who know they're going to start a business. Yeah. What do you think stops most people from starting a business? Like they want
0: to, but what stops them?
2: I mean, lack of confidence, not knowing if their idea is a good idea, uh, fear of failure, having a hard time choosing. Like they have like a few ideas um, and then largely just like people get stuck. They get stuck in their own head and they don't know what to do next. Like they hit a wall and that's really common. You know, you guys are and I am and probably any like entrepreneur who's listening to this is kind of an accidental entrepreneur. You're like, a podcast would be fun. You're like, oh shit. Mm -hmm. Like I run a real business and I'm like, cool. I sell vintage. And then I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. Forbes? (laughs) (laughs) And we're just like, nobody told us what to do. And, and there's just, there's fractured kind of resources out there, but it's like, who are these people giving that advice? So, you know, it's like, great, I have access to Shopify and Squarespace, but like, I don't know how to like run my company's, you know, checkbook or, you know, my company's finances or, you know, how do I, how do I really do customer experience well? You know, there are things that some come naturally uh, to different people, but not everybody has it all. And so... You know, it's really important. I think that people have this more comprehensive view before they get into it and are feeling themselves, feeling themselves, feeling their way (laughs) around in the dark and then eventually feeling themselves um, (laughs) to have, you know, to have this, I'd like to be this little periscope for them. Like, Hey, I can see this thing around the corner.
0: Like if I know that I'm going to like have steps A to P, I'm like, wow. Like that's kind of half of the battle for a lot of, you know, people is having that that blueprint and that support. Totally.
1: Have you had to like, you know, coming from doing the venture capital thing, doing the bootstrapping thing with two huge businesses and then, you know, leaving both of them and now doing this, have you had to retrain your nervous system or like, you know what I mean? Because I'm sure you're used to being so stressed out and like so just like
2: like go, go, go. yeah
1: go 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 mm-hmm. with the business yeah. to now having a business that you run that you feel so much more fluid with
2: yes but I also feel like it was kind of overdue so yes. it doesn't feel I'm still super busy like I'm working like long days but I'm not you know and yesterday I was exhausted at, like five and ordered a pizza and got in bed and caught mm-hmm. up on the bachelor so like there are days that are really exhausting um but I, I find myself getting back into the trap of like exploring things that I could do just to do them and getting on phone calls to see what that could be about. And oh, I want to do, uh, you know, I want to create merchandise. And I, you know, I was very seriously considering a podcast. And um, there's other stuff that I'm trying, to, you know, having a course that's mm-hmm. on like all the time and I'm always promoting it, like masterclass.com. Mm-hmm. And then, I have other coaches come in and they do courses. It's like, of course, I could build a business doing that. But it's actually Galen, my partner, who's like, that's not what you said you were going to do. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Love you're that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I ha- he kind of helps hold me accountable because I would ch- just keep chasing things. So I haven't completely reset my like mindset. But yeah, it's like, I'm just loving i'm just i'm really loving being at home mm-hmm. but um so that doesn't just like i just love being at home and your house is so and, sick
0: no it's the most beautiful your house is so beautiful
2: thanks I'm do you watching? have
0: fun like
1: creating yeah, you, a home <laughs> I'm like do you have fun in a home
2: <laughs> um, i created it so long ago and i like bought all this like nice furniture that i was then like whoa that's overpriced like after i you know, I've decorated the house and I'm like, if I ever redecorate, I'll never like buy stuff that nice again. So it's just like this like, you know, uh it's just like this relic thing that that, yeah, like this thing that represents a time in my life where I used to spend like an obscene amount of money on like a sofa. And I well, I can't replace it. I'd have to like (laughs) won't be as good. So uh, yes, it was fun to decorate in like twenty thirteen, (laughs) but hasn't changed much since.
0: It's fucking beautiful. How was your um team changed Mm -hmm. so in terms of like managing your team and like just like just your leadership style has that changed
2: yeah it changed so much with girl boss I feel like I got a lot right at girl boss because I learned what not to do at nasty gal I didn't really know what leadership was I learned the hard way by people telling me what it wasn't <laughs> and like being what it wasn't. And with Girl Boss, I really had a chip on my shoulder to go back in and say, you know what, like maybe I can do this better and to prove to myself that I could build a happier, healthier culture. And, you know, it wasn't just me. I had incredible you kind know, of executives with me doing that, who I learned so much from. And eventually, like, I think that we had like 20 something, maybe 25 employees at our peak. I have three now. And I really like that. I like working remotely. I get a lot done. My team gets a lot done. You know, we have all of these tools to, you know, collaborate, whether it's, you know, project management stuff or Zoom, or we use this awesome thing called Tandem. That's a Mm. And like audio, like you can turn video on it, but like, it's just really nice. It's like co working. You just like drop in and be like, hey, rather than like, let's get on a Zoom. It's just oh, cool. almost like, it's really good. It's called Tandem. So yeah, I think technology has made it really easy for, for us to collaborate. And again, with the course business, you know, for each course we sell, it doesn't mean it costs us more money or that eventually assure customer care. We have Jasmine, who's our, you know, one customer experience manager. But beyond that, it's not going to be like, oh my God, we have to hire like a newsroom and salespeople Mm -hmm. and event producers and, you know, oh gosh, we have to create more e-guides and more newsletters. And it's like, it's efficient. It's a very Mm -hmm. efficient business. So I'm trying to keep the number of employees I have as small as i can in proportion to the size of the business mm-hmm. of course without anybody burning out but there's you know a lot of automations in the business and things that uh, make it easier easy to run than any other business i've had in the past
1: what's your favorite module like or your favorite flight leg hmm. what's your favorite leg
2: <laughs> my favorite my favorite flight is the the branding Mm -hmm. flight I think it's number five it's three or five I think five is marketing and yeah it's just like we go through kind of what are our references what are we like borrowing from different you know not just like oh I'm in fashion let me go look at other fashion Mm -hmm. designers I like but borrowing from like you know the culinary world and automotive world and interiors and like putting together these, um, you know, concepts that are, you know, borrowing from like asymmetrical kind of like industries or mediums that we can then take and turn into something that feels really new and then put together a mood board. And then on the Zoom call we had that week, I worked, I had the creative director who worked on the business class branding with me on the call and we did a screen share and we did like teardowns of everybody's we were like this feels like a different brand than that like I love what you have on the right side but this like image doesn't make sense here this feels kind of like I've seen this before and then with logos and other stuff, we were like, "That one's kind of busy. I'm not sure I see the word that you that you think is in there." Like, so it was really cool to give people live feedback mm-hmm. in that way. And you know, people built brands. They build websites on top of those brands. They build Instagram accounts. On you know, so it's like branding is my favorite. I mean, yes. I think that's is mm-hmm. like no surprise.
0: Yeah, you're like yes, quite obvious, iconic. <laughs> you you mentioned. Uh, I was watching some of the just genius marketing for business class and you were talking about legal documents. I was like, oh damn, if I could, if like starting out, if we had like 10 of the most important legal Mm -hmm. documents, I mean, hello. I would love to know just kind of like in your experience, the importance of being prepared and versed on the legal side Mm -hmm. of business.
2: Yeah, it's really important, but you don't have to know everything. I think you need to know just call an attorney. Like if you're getting into business with somebody, if you're sharing your ideas with somebody, you you should know like at what point you need to call someone or set something up so that you're protected. Um, You know, in an ideal world contracts never have to be referred to ever again. You sign it and everybody understands what's supposed to happen and you don't have to go look at it to figure out what you've all agreed to because that probably means that something's not happening So agreements are, you know, they're good for clarity and I think they can also be good for like worst case scenarios. Um, I, I'm pretty buttoned up when it comes to that stuff. Um, It's easy to just be like, yeah, whatever, you know, I trust you. But with anybody that I work with, it's important for everybody to have clarity because not even like from a legal perspective, but just from uh, kind of, D- you know, dynamic of, you know, who's doing what. Okay. Like it's just, especially with friends, like yes. working with friends, I just generally advise against working with friends.
0: Yes. Why,
1: why do you say that? I agree. Um, why do you say that?
2: Well, <laughs> that you know, it's one thing if yeah, you're honestly. co-founders. It's, it's one thing if you're co-founders, <laughs> I've never had a co-founder. I think it's different if you're like employing friends or like hiring yes. friends. Yeah,
0: for sure. That's
2: different because... It just, the dynamic changes. Um, it also makes the rest of your team feel weird. Like, oh, that's their friend. Like, I can't tell them like that that person is not doing their job or like there's, even if you don't favor that person, there's like an ass- assumed favoritism that makes the rest of your team feel a certain way. And I lost a friend. I lost like one of my best friends mm. of like, I don't know what, 15 years by like, like a misunderstanding like uh, it's you know it's it's like a, a longer it's not that long of a story actually but that just sucks like mm-hmm. i would never you know you you think you're kind of like supporting your friends and giving them opportunities and you totally are but then there's just you're always running that risk of something getting weird even if you both have really good intentions people view the world in different ways and when it comes to someone's livelihood. Or their talent, or their you know financial security, and then your friendship. It's like, oh, okay. Well, I didn't think you'd do this to me. And it's like if it's just an employee, it's like, well, yeah, you're not doing your job. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's just a lot simpler. Mm-hmm. It's really different when it's a friend. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's a lot. You know, whenever we have women that you know they're probably your future uh, clients of business class, but like talk to us about business and they're like, I want to start a podcast or I want to do something with a friend. I'm like, we are very lucky and we work really hard on our relationship. And we're really thankful to have such a strong relationship, but I don't think it's super normal. And it was funny because when we first started business, I was like, oh my God, employ all our friends or like work with all of our friends all the time. And then you do it once or twice and you're like, oh my God, they're the best friend in the world, but we don't communicate the same or we're not as like you know, we just work differently. Everyone works differently and especially in the creative space. So I was like, you know what? I don't know if I want to mix the friends with business. So that it's funny because I was asking, I was talking to Lindsay about your friends and like how you view friends um, before this. Because you are such a person that is associated with girl boss. you're associated with like feminine, like female empowerment stuff. How do you view your female relationships and like how have those changed, you know, over the years?
2: Yeah, I feel like I have really good, relationships with the women in my life um I'm not like a girl's girl whatever that means um and you know most of my friends like have been dudes but like I have like a very small group of really really like close female friends I mean it's like stuff gets comp like stuff can get more kind of like complicated with female friendships I've had very few fallings out but there's, you know, the one I mentioned really, really sucked. Mm-hmm. And that was just something that it doesn't, it's like, I'm a, I'm not, like, I, it's like, they divorced me and like, I can't, it's like, no matter what I do, like, I don't get my friend back. And it's just like, I don't, I don't think that the punishment really fits the crime. Yeah. I don't really think it was that much of a crime. But, um, so they're pretty like, you know, I'm not super... Like the feminine energy, divine. Like, I'm just not like that. Um, 100%. Um, I want to know when there's a full moon, but I don't know what to do when it happens. Totally.
0: <laughs>
1: Meow. I, I always, do have a
2: crystal. I
1: see that. It looks oh, rock. Rock. But that's all like stylish. That's just a yeah, stylish crystal, honey. You <laughs> got the just, real one. Yeah. Um, that's like my favorite yes. thing about your career is like how you are so... Like you're you're just so unique and you're so badass, but like you were behind a girl boss brand, which kind of turned into something that is not like always you because it's like girl boss, pink, all these things. And you're just so like artsy, creative, unique, and, and all these. So I was like, oh, that's such an interesting thing that that's kind of morphed into that.
2: Yeah, it just all kind of seems to keep happening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, that might be like the deepest thing I've ever said. Aspects. <laughs> um, yeah. How do you, what's like your
0: mental health, self-care game like? You know, as an entrepreneur, we're just learning, like we're four years in, but yeah, I mean... We are no good for this business unless we are taking care of ourselves. And we hear that a lot, but not necessarily, people are not necessarily understanding like what that could look like within the scope of like having these full days of trying to build a business.
2: Totally. Um, you know, I usually stop working around, I try to stop working at like six. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. I'll walk the dogs at like, four 30 or five when the sun's setting and then come back and like eat dinner and then go back to my computer. I don't start my day super early. I set an alarm for seven thirty yesterday and I got up at like, I think pretty close to nine. That a girl. Um, but we also like stay up late watching like TV, mm-hmm, you know, it's mm-hmm. like self care for me is like eating food and sometimes watching TV and mm-hmm. you know, I have a little weird little sauna bed over here. Like I'll lay in that thing. And I like hanging out with my dogs. I drink a lot of coffee. Mm -hmm. I take like some supplements, but I'm not super consistent. And I exercise like once a week. So I don't have like a special routine. It's really actually like, I shame myself every day for like every day, every like, you know, time I sit down to start my work day. I'm like, didn't you do yoga? I didn't do the Sam Harris app. I should be (laughs) meditating. Like, you know, I drink coffee. I should have drank water with lemon. Why can't I be like everybody else? And I'm just like, I want to, I want to be that person. No, you eat, super, that. you
1: eat super clean. I remember you like when I last, we last saw you, you had just done keto. I don't know if you're still keto.
2: Yeah, I'm still keto. Um, but it's not like super, Hardcore. I mean, it's like, I don't eat sugar mm-hmm. uh, and I don't eat grains but I'm not like counting mm-hmm. my macros right now, but I'm just, I eat like protein and vegetables, and there's plenty of artificial, like, you know, monk fruit sweetener <laughs> and things that can make things taste good, like this coffee. And mm-hmm. this, is co- this is a brand called Taika. It's like um, adaptogenic. Oh, it's oh, I love like tyka. At you. See? I was drinking oh, Taika earlier. So you're it's, so you're I with just it. invested in them. So oh my smart. gosh. I love
0: the. The yellow can. Mm-hmm. That's what you had today. The- Macadamia. Macadamia. I kept thinking
1: that's about that favorite. can, how the numbers on it. And I'm like, and I literally had four a minute today looking at the can. I was like, that's where we are in 2021. We're like, that's like cool. You mm-hmm. know, like we're so mobile tech focused that like a number on mm-hmm. a can is like, what's up right now? Mm-hmm. In one of your posts recently, you talked about being 99% sober and that's pretty much mm-hmm. what, you know, we are mm-hmm. is pretty much sober. We drink every once in a while. Was that intentional and how has that like changed? Has that changed anything in your life?
2: I mean, pre COVID, I said no to a lot more because it was just like not as fun if I wasn't drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so it definitely like pre COVID, because I pretty much stopped drinking, I was like making food at home anyway. You know, I was like, I don't want to do business dinners. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, nobody wants to start eating dinner at like, I want to have, I want to sit down for a business dinner at five so I can Same. be home at like, seven. Yes. Like people want to have dinner at seven and then it's like, I don't want to get home at nine. Totally, yeah. Like I'm giving you like the rest of that's like the whole rest of my day. I don't like catching up, you know? So like, I don't just like having meetings, you know, it's like, there's a few, few friends that like, I want to make sure I see every so often, but like, you know, it's just easy to get stuck in this game of, of, of like hanging out, like for business, you know, it's like, I drank, my way to the Rolodex that I have. And I'm, that was fun. I was in my twenties. I like, it was awesome, but I just like, I don't want that anymore. I also, uh, my boyfriend Galen, there was just like too many times where I was like throwing up and he was like, you can't (laughs) just have one. And I'm like, yeah, I can't have one. And she was like, that's, this is gross. Like, I don't wanna be around this. She was like, this is gross. Like, you can't keep doing this. Damn. And I was like, do I have to choose like alcohol or my boyfriend? (laughs) Get this, get this. We are in the south of France at the Hotel Mm Ducat. And as
1: you do. Mm -hmm. Which is,
2: no. So the way I ended up there was that my husband, uh, his sister was like going to get married in the South of France. And he was like, this guy was like, I don't like nice things. And I was like, okay, well Airbnb, I was like, I wanted to stay at this hotel. And I was like, okay, we'll just get like a cheap Airbnb in the South of France. Great. And then he fucking left me. And I was like, okay, well this is not a refundable airline ticket. So I was like, great. Like Galen, like, let me just change the ticket. And like, we're going to stay at the fucking hotel du cap. And it was like three months after we had started dating. So it was like really fun. And of course we're in the South of France and I'm like drinking and, uh, we end up in our hotel room and I'm just like spinning. And of oh. course I think I'm funny and fun and, and flirty, so witty. Yeah. And he's like laying on the bed. He's like clothes, but his shirt was like unbuttoned. Um, And he's just like laying on the. the, I mean, there's nowhere to like sit in the room even. And I was just like, just kind of like sitting on the bed. And then I like, I had to. I like was like, oh, I think I'm gonna barf. And I thought it'd be really funny to, you know, people's belly buttons, like kind of go down like this sometimes. Like, I I like barfed a little bit in his belly button. (laughs) I thought it was. (laughs) I thought it was so funny. And so this is part of why I don't drink. How, how did you control that barf? I mean, what do you mean? I don't know. It's just a little barf.
0: Oh my <laughs> god. Like, and he's like, All right, um, three months in. Yeah. Noted. Like, I fucking okay. love that. Oh okay. my god. The weirdo.
2: <laughs> and then I ordered I ordered a grilled cheese and like fell asleep before it got there. And then when like uh, I woke up, like the grilled cheese had the, got there and um, I was like spinning, and then I just started screaming help when like that guy was bringing <laughs> the food in, and poor Galen was like, "I didn't like this is I just, this is consensual." Oh like God. I was like, "Help!" So that's like things like that. Yeah. Yes, one hundred. Yeah. We all, all been, have that. We've literally. I, all
0: oh, yeah, there.
1: I kind of really? stopped because I had a mortified. <laughs>
2: Not the puke belly buttons, okay? Yeah, not
1: the, puke, not the puke and the tiny belly button story. But I did remember one time a friend the next day was like, "Do you remember seeing me last night?" And her face, I was like, "No." Her face was disgusted. She was like, "Oh, you were like really fucked up." Mm. And I was like, "Damn, I look ridiculous." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Damn, I looked like a monster." And I remember I had heels on that were like eight inches high that night. I was like, "I had really tall heels on, and I looked fucking dumb." Like, I don't want to do that anymore.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then you go to conferences, you know, I was like, you know, I used to drink and be like, Hey, shoulder rub, like, cool, let's do business or whatever. And then I, you know, when I stopped drinking, I like still tried to go to them and it was fine, but it's like, I just forgot. I wasn't ever on the sober side of like, okay, it's like 8 PM. Like we ate our like. You know, finger food, now it's time for everyone to have like wine or whatever. And all these like executives are like tipsy and like flooring their words. Yes. And like I I didn't notice that when I was drinking. And to be like, whoa, this is like a professional thing. And like this guy's like breath smells like barf. And like I was just like, this is crazy crazy. How did I not know that this was what this all looked like?
1: I hated that culture. When I was in corporate, I hated that culture of like having dinner late, staying out late, them going to the bar and just like the creepiness kind of, there was always like a little bit of a creepy factor around everyone. And I just felt like we're forcing it. I'm like, everyone's kind of forcing it. Everyone doesn't really want to be here. And we're getting so drunk because for me and my job, I was like, I don't think anyone really likes their job. So everyone's getting fucked up. But yeah. Yeah, I saw that.
2: I thought it was so fun, but (laughs) (laughs) until I stopped. So, Uh, Oh my God. All right. Well,
0: I would love to just end by telling everyone one, when business class is going to be available again and who, just reiterating like who this is for.
2: Yeah. So business class, our second voyage takes flight on March 24th. So that's when you can enroll. Uh, The doors are open for a couple of weeks and then enrollment closes. It's for entrepreneurs. It's for someone who isn't like, hmm, maybe I should do something. It's for someone who's like, I have like an idea. Like, I think I can do something with that, but I need help refining it. I need help with branding, building a website, understanding like how to actually do this without like completely fucking it up. And be in a group with a lot of other amazing business owners who are like figuring out the same things that you are in, like, a really safe environment where there's guidance from me and there's guidance from the group. And, you know, someone who's been there is like telling you, like, okay, like I've been there. This is, this is like what I wish I knew.
0: Love it. Love it. So, so good. And last, last question What are you excited to receive? like more of in your life now that you have more time and space? Mm.
2: Just peace. Just like some peace.
1: Love that. Feel that. Ready to receive more of your vacation pics. Yeah. I really enjoy your vacation pics.
2: I know. What happened to vacations? I know, babes. We'll be ready when you're... We'll be ready for your vacations (laughs) when you're back. We'll meet you in South of France. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) Belly buttons out. (laughs) Um, Oh, and also on that mm -hmm. diving board. You know, there's like a diving board into the ocean there. Like at that hotel. I'm saying yes
0: and I'm like, no.
2: I know it's from like, Instagram. There's like, picture, like pictures yes, like yes, famous yes, people yes. on it and stuff. This is like so... It's like so like weird to talk about this hotel, but I tried to dive off of it. You know, it's like right by the pool and all these like people are, you know, drinking their like spritz or whatever. <laughs> I tried to dive off of it into the ocean and I... Full on belly flopped and I screamed like I was like, ah! like screamed like a teenager, like really loud, like before I belly flopped and all these like French and Italian people were like, <laughs> oh no i'm from sacramento yeah, literally you're like my
1: american showing yeah, no. yeah.
2: anyway
0: well thank you we appreciate yeah. you thank you guys and you're the best it's so fun to watch you do your thing mm-hmm. so here to support likewise always.
2: yeah yeah and we'll, we'll see you
0: later we'll see you soon okay bye, thank bye, you everybody. bye Thank you so much, Sophia. Um, if you haven't listened to our first episode with Sophia, definitely check it out. And her business class program is open for enrollment. So check it out. Go to businessclass.com. Yeah, thank you so
1: much to our lovely sponsors. You guys know that we only work with brands that we truly love and we're really grateful for their support. They help us bring this free content to you every Tuesday, Thursdays, and they
0: help us get on amazing guests like Sophia. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. For this episode, sponsorships by Aloha, Blue Blocks, Flex Fit, Hum Nutrition, and SoulCycle. You can find discounts and other information in our show notes as well as on almost30.com. Thank you all for subscribing. And if you love the show, a kind review always means so much to us. And just pass along episodes to friends who you feel like could benefit from listening. That means a lot to us. We will see you back here every Tuesday and Thursday. Until then. Until then. (laughs) We love you guys so much. Have a great week. Bye.